as long as we're going to have uh, the right people, smart, passionate, driven, with the right set of values, they can build the companies that are going to define the future. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, there's, the good ideas never end. Uh, there's enough ideas for everyone. It's an, and there's enough passion for everyone. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Lomitech, and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Today, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about venture capital from one of the most respected investors in Israel and Grow Ventures, Latan Levkovitz, general partner at Grow Ventures. Latan has been an early stage technology investor since 2012, with a special interest in IoT, digital health, trust and safety, cloud infrastructure and enterprise IT. He currently serves on the boards of ActiveFence, 3D Signals, Lumigo, RapidAPI, BeyondMinds and Navina. Lotan is also the founder of the Israeli Industrial IoT Forum and the II4 Conference. Prior to joining Grow Ventures, Lotan was a strategic consultant at TASC, an international management consultancy firm where he focused on the telecommunications sector. Lotan served as a commander in an elite Israeli Air Force intelligence unit where he was honored with an award of excellence. He holds a Bachelor of Law degree, LLB, and a Bachelor of Business Administration degree, BA, from the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. Lotan Levkovitz, welcome to 20-Minute Leaders. I'm so honored and excited to have you here. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Michael. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. We're going to have such a good time in these 20 minutes. This is one of those episodes where I'm so upset that I only called this show 20-Minute Leaders and not like 40-Minute Leaders, but we'll make do with what we can. Lotan, uh, you're responsible for some of the most exciting investments that, that I know of uh, here in the Israel ecosystem. You're uh, either a board member or a board observer of some fantastic companies. Many of them are great friends of mine. You're working with really great friends of mine, and uh, and your journey is is so fascinating, and you're Your perception of what's happening in the VC scene as a whole and specifically in the Israel ecosystem is just fascinating through multiple publications of your work on on the Israeli media and, and so I'm excited to pick your brain in these 20 minutes before we get to all of the VC stuff and the hardcore tech stuff take me back a little bit who is Lotan how do you end up in venture capital well um, the real story it was the pure luck and coincidence I started as a very geeky kid with my computer like I think many of the people now in the uh, tech ecosystem back then and we didn't know yet that uh, to be geek is actually a cool thing uh, <laughs> I started my very first job was it was when I was 15 I never stopped working since then uh, but it was in a CD store back in the 90s the end of the 90s music was my thing besides computers and music was my passion and for three years all across my high school years, I sold CDs and so really actually it was a very good deal for them because all the money I earned I actually spent on music uh, but it means <laughs> that the ne- I never took like allowance for my parents since I was 15 um, and then I got Amazing. into the Israeli Air Force intelligence I was uh, a transplant inside 8200 um, but actually um, I don't know if you what if you give me an 8200 I don't know if you saw like the Air Force guys they like them but kind of like not like them in, in the same time yes And it really opened my my brain because um, I didn't like my school years that much and was not that intrigued but then 
I saw a way to um, do whatever I wanted in a way. It was like a very good canvas and we worked our asses off and we saw that we were creating some value. And that was great. Um, and then I think that was a very transformational moment because I knew that if I really work hard and I have passion, I can actually do something. Um, and since then, what, what led uh, you I to went that to understanding? Because that's, that's not a trivial understanding to have. What made you really understand that if you're passionate about something, then you don't have to go the traditional route. You can, you can build something of your own or you can build your own path. So I was very fortunate, uh, to be ended up in a small unit inside of like a small air force unit inside a very big intelligence base of 8,200 mm-hmm. guys. Uh, and we were like a small startup in a way that um, it was only up to us to create value for our customers, which was like the Air Force in that sense. Yep. And it was very entrepreneurial because we really have to do whatever we can. They like pull all the strings, try to maneuver all the big system to get what we need. And then we had some very interesting events during my service years. We built some systems. We generated some very good intelligence. And it was all due to our uh, deter- uh, being very determined. And as a very young kid, you know, it was 18, 19, 20 years old, we actually made a dent. And that was like a very self-fulfilling and phenomenal experience. Um, and and I, and I think that the, when I, like in, the, in the regular school day, I was quite bored or didn't feel, like fit in. And there I really felt like at home. And I okay. think I, I took that uh, that feeling, and that really supports me all across the years. And I usually been a contrarian in everything I did. It was like a bit of a misfit in many places. And so I really tried hard. Like, uh, should I do this? Should I do that? Like, after being like in the Air Intelligence, I'm like, okay, uh, fuck it, technology is not for me. Let's do something else. So I went to law school. It was not for me. I tried also business school. It was not for me. I worked in like, I even been a bartender. I worked in Israeli Knesset. I tried everything and I, I didn't wow. fit in. So I went and did, I did consulting. Uh, so I, I've been in the era of the telecom where like telecom moved from, sorry for like going like uh, trip down memory lane, but uh, when telecom went from the second generation to the third generation, digitalization was started to happening. Like media changed itself. iPhone was there. So I went to technology, but from now from the business side, it was fascinating. And I thought that maybe, okay, maybe that's going to be my life. And I think the most transformational uh, event was when um, I met a legend. I met someone I really admired. This guy was name was Dov Moran. And it was like uh, for people that grew up in the 90s like me, he was like like meeting Steve Jobs. And uh, and then uh, I kind of like knew someone that knew someone that knew someone that knew him. And we had a good chemistry. And he said, you know what? Do you want to work for me? So I, I like paused for like, 20 seconds just so we won't see how excited I was like, and then of course, yes, 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 yes. I got to do whatever, whatever you're going to tell me. And, and I think being like very like tightly coupled with Dove in, in the last decade, I think really got me, I think. And then, and, 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 and then like we worked together, we invested his money across like different startups. It was a different time, different model. And then we saw that we, we believe that there was a gap in the Israeli VC ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And I told him, like, Doug, let's, let, maybe we should start a VC fund. And he started from no way I'm going to be a venture capitalist to, uh, it took me a year to get into, okay, let's do it. And then he made me his partner. And this is how we started Grove. 
And this is Incredible. how I became a venture capitalist, to your question. Sorry for the very long answer, but so there was not like a linear way that, yeah, I knew forever, like since I was born, I'm, being, I'm going to be a venture capitalist. I guess I, I didn't know what I'm going to do. So I had to learn different stuff. I had to look at reality from different angles. And that's got me to where I am today. What is the lens that over the past decade you've sort of brought for yourself as, as you're approaching the investment world. What does it, what does it really mean to be a venture, a venture capitalist for you? Obviously, right now, Grove is one of the most prominent, uh, venture capital funds in Israel. But what does it mean to you personally as an investor? W- with what lenses do you come into this role? Okay. So first of all, um, from day one, what I realized that I'm not the most experienced. I'm not the smartest. I'm not the luckiest. So only thing I can be is to be different. So I thought if I'm going to have a belief about the reality, about the future, which is a bit different than others, then maybe I can be successful if I'm right. So I think being venture capitalist, and especially what we try to do in early stage, to be like the first very good partners of these founders, mm-hmm. is about um, having your belief about the future and helping entrepreneurs try to get there. And we had, mm-hmm. um, uh, so for me, being a, a good venture capitalist is getting the best teams you can, you can find and trying to help them to remove obstacles and create that reality to create the, uh, the future. Right. And so tell me a little bit about, you know, how you've seen the Israel ecosystem transform and, and where we're at today. What is this inflection point? We're near the end of 2021. It's been a roller coaster of a few years. Things have dramatically changed. You've written quite extensively about this uh, from your perspective. But what, what, what are some of the bigger things that you've seen transform and where are we at today? So when we started Grow, uh, we believe that we, we saw the Israeli ecosystem with much less money, less investors, and we saw the, the same themes coming over and over and over again. And we thought like maybe uh, we can bring like new things to the table. We saw that we saw that the world is going through a digital transformation. We saw like that there's going to be like a major innovation and change of paradigm in like areas around what's happening in the edge and IoT and the physical like where the physical world actually meet innovation in tech. We saw that the, the infrastructure, the cloud, either like in the hardware side or software side, new types of microservices, API economies coming and changing the whole way the infrastructure is, is actually being built. And we saw that everything around like data analytics is coming, like uh, whether that's going to be like AI or different buzzwords like deep learning, machine learning. Uh, back then it was like big data, right? Um, and we saw that the combination of all these three actually going to transform a lot of the fundamentals of our uh, world, where like most of the GDP is, uh, manufacturing, supply chain, healthcare, et cetera, et cetera. Most of the money of the economy is there, but not a lot of the innovation actually being coupled with these industries. So this is mm-hmm. what Grove believed from day one, that we want to be part of the digital transformation of these industries, or really investing in the infrastructure that's going to enable this transformation. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, when we started, you know, we talked about, for example, like semiconductors, um, investor that we talked with, it said like, guys, you know, that nineties have ended semiconductors in, in the past. Uh, but what we see now to your question about 2021, it's sexy again. It's coming back. Right. And you see that a lot of the areas that we believe that we wanted to be pioneering in the markets, like what's happening when technology meet, uh, manufacturing, like industry 4.0, when we started, People saying like, you know, that's not a good buyer, that the market dynamics are not going to enable startup to exist. And now it's booming. It's everywhere, especially after COVID. We saw what's happening in, in healthcare, that the system was 
mainly the U.S. system was structured in a way that really prevented innovation to come. And, and now digital health is everywhere. Bioinformatics is changing a lot of the things. Um, um, we, we had a very strong belief that developers are not only users, they're actually buyers. What's happening is like business to developers kind of model, like how software infrastructure are going to happen. And all these things we see now, amazing and huge companies actually selling to developers. Not only built by developers, it's for developers. And all these like very big changes that are happening in front of our eyes. And to, to our belief not now in Israel, we, if Israel used to have like one, not, not one trick pony, but like it was everything around like um, telecom uh, back in the days so or everything around uh, cyber, we see different verticals and different opportunities for founders to build very, very good companies that's going to answer the biggest needs of the world. Now, what do you have to do as an investor? Because unlike a lot of, a lot of traditional investors in venture capital, you're looking at the at industry 4.0. You're looking at technologies that can literally transform the way that the world operates on a very fundamental level, right? What do you have to do then as an investor to either prepare yourself or educate yourself to be able to have those strong convictions of supporting the right teams to go about this mission? Because these are teams that, you know, they're going all out. They're, you know, they have the potential to literally make to make a huge dent in the in either complicated supply chains or in the really fundamental way that we're interacting in our daily lives. I think it's a lot depends on like being having a prepared mind is reading a lot, meeting other people, and building your network within these industries. Um, a lot of our my our time, my time is dedicated to to build our network and relationships within the, these target markets. It really enables us that when we meet like a very young team of entrepreneurs and actually introducing them into the market and helping them to knock on these doors and be part of this relationship and these ideation phases. And it, I think it gets us to be sometimes more brave early on. Um, I'll give you an example. Like um, uh, I, we, I invested in a company called Active Fence. Active Fence mm-hmm. is attacking the world of like trust and safety. It's a world that we all familiar with from like the news and the headlines. Um, what's happening with, uh, sorry for now, uh, ruining all the positiveness, but, uh, pedophiles, terrorists, uh, misinformation, uh, all this like very nasty stuff. Someone have to stop it. And this whole right. new world is called like trust and safety. When, when I met Active Fence, they had like almost nothing happening and they had this idea of how the future is going to emerge. It, actually, we can't stop it. It's actually, it's a problem. Like some some people actually care about it. Not only the media. And regulators and we had to go and to find these like very early customers and talk with them and understand that this is actually going to be the future so really went as part of the due diligence and gathered the biggest like big tech companies got them to the table and validated their need and actually eventually these are became like very fundamental customers for for the company so it's about like really being able to roll up your sleeves and going to work like i i had to take a plane to london and at that case because these guys didn't uh, weren't ready to take an official meeting, so I had to meet. I have I had a friend at that company, and he got me like this unofficial meeting in a cafe outside of their office, and he really explained to me how they look at this world. 
un- unbelievable. And and so where are we headed now? You know, as an industry, whether it's you know the, the the way that entrepreneurs are approaching the world, especially from the Israeli perspective, obviously we're talking from startup nation to scale up nation. Also, from a venture capital perspective, what what do you think we can expect in the next few years? And even what what can I, as a young venture capitalist, you know, start thinking about as I'm considering where we're headed? I think that as long in here in Israel, or even in, in a broader like tech world, as long. As we're going to have uh, the right people, smart, passionate, driven, with the right set of values, they can build the companies that are going to define the future. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, there's, the, the good ideas never end. Uh, there's enough ideas for everyone. It's an, and there's enough passion for everyone. And as long as they're going to build the infrastructure and the culture to, for this like, next wave of huge companies that are going to define the future, we're good. So I think, uh, I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm a young venture capitalist myself. Like nine years is nothing in that industry, right? Uh, it's about uh, knowing how to be a bit different and uh, like staying a, a bit like one uh, step remote from the herd and then try to actually invest in new markets and new opportunities and new needs. And I think this is where the next transformational companies and the category defining companies are going to be at. How does that connect to Latan the Misfit from before? I think all of my companies, um, ActiveFence is killing it in trust and safety, really. Just announced like a hundred million dollar around two years, two and a half years after establishment. And they're a very, very different set of company. If you're going to look at all the startup playbook, they're different. Uh, look at what happened like in, in Rapid API, where we're the first investors, how, what they did in the API market. Edo, when we invested, was 16 and a half years old. That's like different. Everybody looked at me like other investors said, like, come on, it's not, it's not, it's not like a child slave. And Edo is one of the best founders I met. He's brilliant. He's killing it and really changing his industry. Look at the, like the guys in Lumigo. They're really building a different company. The guys in Navina, they, they came out already 200. They knew everything about multimodal AI and nothing about the world. And what's their, they're killing it in primary care market. They find a go-to-market. It's like provider first. If you're like familiar with the healthcare, that's very, very, very different. And they were brave. And we said, if you're going to be different, we might might like fail with our faces, like in the, in the puddle of mud. And if we succeed, it's going to be huge. So for me, trying to be different. Um, I think having this like misfit uh, a background as an advantage, that disadvantage that's really direct the way I'm being as a venture capitalist and very, very luckily, I'm surrounded by 15 amazing people in Grove. We created a whole platform to help our, our companies. We are having amazing partners, Tov, Lior, and Anna. Each one in his own field is a legend, really. I'm, I'm so lucky to be surrounded by them. And they helping me. And then we help each other to get like more confidence, to be brave, each one in his own direction. I love it. And obviously, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, the relationship between venture capitalists and, and the entrepreneurs. And especially as you're sitting, you know, as a representative on the board of, of a lot of these companies, you know, you're the, the representation of this misfit and, and, and the encouragement of being different, being bold and brave and going against the grain and being, I, I can only imagine how, how much, you know, mental and emotional support beyond the intellectual support that that provides to the, to the founders, which I think is just incredible. If you look at your day to day right now, where, where do you draw the inspiration? Obviously you work so hard. You're constantly looking at companies. You're supporting the portfolio companies. 
What gets you up in the morning every day? What What is it about your role right now that really excites you? When he started Rule, we defined like core two core values. And that's weird. Like why a VC should have values? Like companies have values, funds usually don't have values, but if you have two, it's the first one is like people first and to create value. So it's not necessarily financial value. It's really value to the world. And that's mm-hmm. what gets me up in the morning. The people around me, it's my partners, which I love. And the people in our, in our, in our team, really meeting these people every morning gets me up from bed and the people around me, like the founders. And, and their teams, that's really what gets me up and to create value. It's not yeah. the financial value. It's leaving the world a bit better than, than how I found it. I love it. And, and I think that goes back to the conversation we had just before starting this recording, which, uh, which I love this yeah. shared value that we have. And if I were to ask your founders or Dove or, or anybody else that surrounds you, what are some words that define who Lotan is? What, what would be some of those words? I think is um, very driven, like relentless. I can, I, I, I work hard. Um, um, I think that um, I think that thoughtful. Like I always like overthink things. Um, I, I spend a lot of my time reading and learning and not sleeping out at night, but really trying to think like what's happening in the world outside of my like my comfort zone. What's going to be the next step or the next step, next step. And I think uh, being positive and happy. Like I think I, I, I try. I, I'm very lucky about it. Like my chemistry in the brain probably like set up in the right way. Uh, this is like something I got from my grandparents that didn't have like an easy life. But being like happy, have, being positive, that will get you off through all the difficulties of life and all this like roller coaster of venture capital of startups. So, and we are very lucky to be living in that time of humanity. Like um, and always like look at the positive side of everything. Lotan, thank you very, very much. Uh, thank you for sharing with me your journey you and for much, the Michael. inspiring 20 minutes. It was wonderful. And stay safe and stay healthy. 